All right. Praise the Lord, everybody, and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Alan Brooks. Now, the Lord, Jesus, through his spirit, wants to get something emphatically clear that your leaders your pastors, your bishops, your apostles, and your prophets may not have told you the whole revelation or the revelatory understanding of what is the tithes. The tithe. So today, we're going to start a certain set of messages dealing with the tithe is Jesus Christ. The tithe is Jesus Christ. Now, it's funny how us Gentiles who have just been engrafted on this heavenly blessing really and truthfully the sanctity and the sacredness and the holiness of what is the tithe is a very consecrated was a very consecrated and is a very consecrated thing in the Holy Scriptures. The children of Israel, Jacob is Israel, the children of Israel dealt with the true understanding because God had given it to them what is the tithe. Now, if you did not know, I want you to know that there are really four words plus the word tithe, four words in the scriptures and in the text, New Testament, that mean the tithe. They're all the same meaning and so as God in the beginning in the beginning when he had brought forth the man and created the man out of the dust of the earth and then created the woman from the man he gave them everything he gave them everything that they would need to progress and to move forward spiritually in the world, in the earth, in the earth. Then, to cause the man to see his God as the great and powerful and mighty one, God had to put something 
in their midst to show them you can have everything everything here but that right there that's mine that's the dedicated thing that's we're going to dedicate that thing to me you can have everything else i don't want you to touch that one thing it is the dedicated thing if you do touch it or partake of it you will be cursed you will be cursed the curse that you will the curse for partaking of the tithe or that tree or that tenth will be death death so in the text in the scriptures we have different words that relate to Christ and they all basically mean the same thing so in the text we have in the scriptures we have what is called the tithe the tithe secondly we have as time progress and these things or these words will all mean and denote and come to the same conclusion that Christ is the tithe. The tithe is one of our first words. Everybody, they think they understand the tithe. The second one is the first fruits. The first fruits. The third one is the firstlings. The firstlings. The fourth one is the dedicated things. The dedicated things. The fifth one is the accursed things. The accursed things. So in the beginning, God placed a law to Adam and Eve and that law became the tithe the tithe so let's start with Genesis and let's see what the Lord has to say as we build this understanding what is the tithe and that Christ is the tithe. Christ is the tithe. Let's look at Genesis chapter number two. Genesis chapter number two. It says, thus the heaven and the earth were finished. And it, it took generations to create the heavens and the earth. And thus the heavens and the earth were finished. And all the splendor or the host, stars and stratospheres, 
stratospheres, Milky Ways, and and multitude, a multitude of heavenly decor, and were finished of all the hosts of it. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day, sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made which God created and made these are the generations of the heavens verse 4 and of the earth when they were created these are the generations of the heaven and the earth when they were created in the day of the Lord the day that the Lord God made heaven and earth when the Lord God made earth and the heavens and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew for the Lord had not caused it to rain R-I-R-A-I-N upon the earth and there was no man to till the ground there was no man to till the ground but there went up a mist in the earth from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground so this mist was so so heavy and so thick that this mist watered the ground because there was no man to till the ground god had not cursed man kind or adam yet that he should work by the sweat of his brow There was no man to till the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed and breathed one of the spirits of God and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living nephosh or a living soul, a living soul. And the Lord God planted, planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground God made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life. The tree of life. That was in the midst of the garden. The tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of knowing and good 
of good and evil. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And a river. Now, this river was formed or came forth because of the mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground because there was no man to till the ground. This is a heavy dew, this is a heavy mist. And a river went out of Eden to water, water the ground, to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, that is, it is which compasses the whole land of Havilia, where there is gold. And the goal of that land is good. There is Delian and the Onyx Stone. And the name of the second river is Gaishan, and the same is it that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. The name of the third river is Hadakal, and that is it which goeth towards the east of the Assyrians, Assyria, and the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it, to dress it, and to keep it. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. That's, that's Christ. Christ later on becomes the second Adam. God puts him, his son in the earth to dress it and to keep it, which is the bride of Christ, which is the body of Christ, which is the church. And the Lord God commanded the man saying of, of every tree, of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Now, here, here comes the law to show your adoration and your humility and your honor and your respect towards a God that gave you everything. He said, this tree here, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord said unto him, it is not. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. And I will make of him a help meet. And out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every and out of the ground the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and every and brought them unto Adam to see what he would name call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature that was the name thereof. And Adam gave name to all the cattle and the fowls of the air and every beast of the field, but Adam but for Adam there was no help meat found. 
So God is about to form the woman. But the Lord has already told Adam. He said, do not partake of the tree of the knowledge of knowing good and evil. Do not partake of the tithe. Because if you do, you're going to be cursed. You're going to be a curse. Christ took upon himself the sins of many. The sins of many. The wages. And he paid the debt. The total debt for the sins that Adam and Eve were bringing to the world for breaking the tithes. What will be the undoing of Adam and Eve breaking the tithe and falling in their souls, falling deep into sin unto death? What will be the cure for the man's soul for the tithe that he partook of. It is going to take a tithe, a tithe, a great tithe to redeem the mankind, mankind, everybody will come out of Adam and Eve, to redeem mankind from the from the law that they partook of, that they broke. The tide that's coming to redeem them from the tide that they took has to be so great that it, it can redeem them back to life. Because the tide that they took, killed, it, it brought them into death. Something that they didn't even know, they knew not of. Just like the soul part of Eve and Adam that fell, it's going to take a soul to save a soul. And that soul, not only is going to take a soul to save a soul, but the soul itself that's going to take, that it's going to take to save mankind's soul, that soul has to become the tithe, the offering. This, this this tithe, this offering, has to be so debt consolidating that it can bring the man back to life. This how serious and, and serious what happened here when the man partook of of that thing that the Lord had dedicated as a tithe for himself. For himself. Now, look, look at look at Genesis chapter 3. Look at Genesis chapter 3.
Watch this. In Genesis chapter number 3 verse 6. Now, the tithe, that dedicated thing to, to God, was still intact. Once the serpent got in the soul and deceived Eve, and then she gave unto her husband, and then he partook, they both died because they partook of the accursed thing, of the dedicated thing. They partook of the firstling, the first root, they partook of the tithe. That thing that was sanctified and set to the side. Don't partake of that. Watch this. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree to be desired to make one wise she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave it's in her hand and gave also unto her husband with her and they did eat and the eyes of them both to what the flesh is. They done stepped over out of the spirit down into the soul, into the spirit, into the flesh realm. Into the flesh realm. And they both were open. Their, uh, their eyes were both open. Their, their, their mind, their eyes, their spirit, everything now is open to, to this earthly natural world of their ability now to create from themselves something how to live in this earth. Because God was about to provide every, he had provided everything for them. And the eyes of them both were open and they knew that they were naked. This how deep. This how deep the punishment was for them partaking of the tithe. Now they went from spiritual being naked and not knowing to now Falling in their sinfulness into their sinful state. Now they know that they are naked. Do you do you not know that until you present your body a living sacrifice holy unto God, which is your reasonable service? that you will continually be naked. The tithe is Christ. The tithe is Christ. And they sold, and they sold 
fig leaves together. Your prosperity is a fig leaf of prosperity. It's a fig leaf. Your prosperity cannot cover your nakedness from Adam and Eve partaking of the tithe. You've got to be covered now in the blood of Jesus. Then you'll have clothes on. Holy clothes, sanctified. They made aprons. They sewed fig leaves together and made aprons to cover their nakedness. If you don't present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, you're naked. And your wealth and your money and your prosperity and your, your things cannot cover your nakedness. They are just fig leaves sewn together, made like an apron. It's a fig leaf of prosperity. True prosperity is when you become a tithe. When you become a tithe, present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Not a tenth from a curse. Not a tenth from some money, from a dollar. From a curse. That paper dollar is a debt. And when he talks about tithing and tenth, You've got to really get deeply with that with the children of Israel because the Gentiles knew nothing about tithing. It was something that was given to the children of Israel about something that's coming to totally and redeem them radically from the sin that they have fell in. Not only here come a true hilasterion, the true Lamb of God, but here come a total tithe to redeem you from what happened in the garden. And I've been giving you examples and insamples of the tithe coming. I gave you the tithe. I gave you the first fruits. I gave you the first lien. I gave you the dedicated things. I told you about the accursed things. All of those things represent Christ what's to come, a full tithe. Yeah. Tithing in your respect and understanding this giving of a tenth is not the tithe for the New Testament church. If you want some heavy, heavy anointing, heavy holiness around you and on you, in your place, in your walk, in your presence, the favor of God, you yourself are going to have to present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Start there. Start right there. And when you realize that, that you are the tithe, You'll give your whole self, not just a tenth. Because if you made a dollar 
and you think you're going to give God a dime and then you're going to be blessed spiritually first from God who 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 y'all play who you playing with who who you playing with that's not even funny We're going to show you what the word tithe means in the text. It doesn't mean just one thing. It doesn't mean just one thing. Y'all say, oh, I'll pay my tithe. Okay, what about your, the first fruits, the first lien, the dedicated things, the accursed things? The sad part is, is that you can't be the tie, the first dedicated things, the firstlings, all these things you can't even be without Christ. 